Greetings, family. Welcome to today's podcast. Happy Monday. We got a whole week ahead of us. Let us thank God for this coming week. We can declare all is well on Monday, all is well on Tuesday, all is well on Wednesday, all is well on Thursday, all is well on Friday, all is well on Saturday, and all is well on Sunday. Somehow we just declare this for each day as our higher power has the power to bless those days. Magnificent, powerful days that it will be accountable and remarkable for the rest of our lives that we uh, we got touched in those days because we declared it in unison. All is well. Welcome to today's reading of Daily Reflections. I'm Fernando, alcoholic, and having a lot of coffee this morning. Been up since 3.20 this morning. It's 6.20 now. And let's go ahead and read today. Active Guardians for November 29th, like I said. To us, however, it represents far more than a sound public relations policy. It is more than a denial of self-seeking. This tradition is a constant and practical reminder that personal ambition has no place in AA. In it, each member becomes an active guardian of our fellowship. 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, page 183. The basic concept of humility is expressed in the 11 tradition. It allows me to participate completely in the program in such a simple yet profound manner. It fulfills my need to be an integral part of a significant whole. Humility brings me closer to the actual spirit of togetherness and oneness, without which I could not stay sober. In remembering that every member is an example of sobriety, each one living the 11 tradition, I am able to experience freedom because each one of us is anonymous. And in Tradition 11 says, Our public relations policy is based on attraction. Rather than promotion, we need always to maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. Okay, and the long form says, for that Tradition 11 says, Our relations with the general public should be characterized by personal anonymity. We think AA ought to avoid sensational advertising. Our names and pictures as AA members are not to be broadcasted, filmed, or publicly printed. Our public relations should be guided by the principle of attraction rather than promotion. There's never need to praise ourselves. We feel it better to let our friends recommend us. Amen. Uh, maybe I'm guilty of that, of <clears throat> mentioning the name Alcoholic Anonymous. So, from now on, if I could remember, I'll say uh, the 12-step movement. How about that? Is that good? Amen. So, where credit is due, let us praise uh, the program that saved our lives and about 3 million others that are, have recovered. And about 15 million that have been through this program and gone to do other things. Some to drink, some to live, some to get it together and do other great things, you know. Well, we, it's a wake-you-up program. No-nonsense type of program. The truth is in the middle. Okay, I'll be reading uh, November 29th of the uh, 24-hour little book. 
Thank you for coming in and listening today to my uh, recovery process. Appreciate it. AA thought for the day. The AA way is the way of sobriety, and yet there are slips. Why do these slips occur? Why don't we all accept AA and stay sober from then on? There are many reasons, but it has been proved without exceptions that once we have become alcoholics, we can never drink successfully again. This has never been disproved by any case we know of. Many alcoholics have tried drinking after a period of sobriety from a few days to a few years, and no one that we know of has been successful in becoming a normal drinker. Could I be that only exception to this rule? Can I? Meditation for the day. We are gathered together in thy name. First, we are gathered together bound by a common loyalty to God and to each other. Then, when this condition has been fulfilled, God is present with us. Then, when God is there and one with us, we voice a common prayer. Then, it follows that our prayer will be answered according to God's will. Then, when our prayer is answered, we are bound together in a lasting fellowship of the Spirit. Wow. Prayer for the day. I pray that I may be loyal to God and to others. I pray that my life today may be lived closely to His and to theirs. Okay, let's go ahead and pray for our coming week. Uh, we pray that we may have a good day, uh, that our higher power will give us a blast of a day today, a joyful day. We pray for Tuesday, uh, that all will be well in Tuesday. Can we say we pray that we will put Tuesday in the hands of our Creator, of our higher power? And we, we ask her to bless Tuesday and all our activities on Tuesday and tomorrow. And we ask and we pray for the blessings for Wednesday, that all will be well on Wednesday. We ask that, that and pray for Thursday, that all will be well on Thursday. We ask and pray for Friday, that all will be well on Friday. We ask and pray for a blessing for Saturday, that all will be restful and recreation and delightful on Saturday. And we pray for Sunday, that it will be holy, happy, and joyful with the, uh, our God of our understanding, that we be hooked up with the Most High and making strides and enjoying a fellowship because we prayed. We prayed ahead of time for the week. All right, let's go ahead and uh, what else do we got here? Oh, we got my favorite page on page 116 of the 12 and 12. It says, um, when we develop still more, second paragraph, we discover the best possible source of emotional stability to be God himself. We found that dependence upon his perfect justice, forgiveness, and love was healthy and that it will work where nothing else would. If we really depended upon God, we couldn't very well play God to our fellows, nor would we feel the urge wholly to rely on human protection and care. Page 116. That means we continue to thank God as the, as the serenity prayer says. I, I read it this way. I say, God, I thank you for the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, 
I thank you for the courage to change those things I can, and I thank you for the wisdom to know the difference. There's just something about thanking God for uh, for every anything that I request, anything. It just seems more respectable. <laughs> hey, God bless you guys. Have a great day. Give them heaven. Let's go ahead and pray out with the uh, Our Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back. Welcome to today's reading of Faith to Faith, Daily Devotional from Kenneth Copeland, November 29th. Don't buy a lie. This is taken out of Deuteronomy 28.2. And all these blessings should come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy 28.2. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Well, brother, in the end, I'm sure you'll see these financial problems are actually a blessing in disguise. Have you ever heard anybody say that to someone who's hurting financially? Chances are you have. It's a popular idea. The problem is it's a lie used by the devil to keep you, keep believers down. To keep you down. As a result, many believers today are suffering one financial defeat after another. So let's go to the Word of God today and get the issue of prosperity and poverty straight. Let's find out once and for all which is the blessing, which is the curse. You can find that answer to that question in Deuteronomy 28 when what God describes in verses 1 through 14 is the blessing, prosperity, in verses 15 through 31, God describes poverty, and he has called it a curse. Again, what God describes in verses 1 through 14 is a blessing, capital blessing. And the rest of the verses are poverty, and he calls it a curse. Okay, The curse is meant to destroy, not to teach people a lesson. Not to make them more spiritual, but to destroy them. Regardless of how intense the lack is, the nature of poverty remains the same. It is and will always be a curse. Satan has gone to great lengths to convince God's people that poverty is a blessing in disguise. But poverty is something the devil contrived, conceived, made up. Don't buy into his lies. Get your thinking in line with the Word of God. If you were born again, child of God, you no longer have to live under the curse of poverty or any other curse for that matter. You've been redeemed. 
Additional reading is Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 31. Okay, let's go ahead and go to our, a lot of reading. Let's go to our Deuteronomy. And I'll read it for you. How about that? I'll read it for you. Here we go. Deuteronomy, what was it, 28? It says, Now it shall come to pass, if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today, that, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offsprings of your flock. Blessed should be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies to rise against you, to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouse and in all which you set your hand on. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God has given you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandment of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in his season, and to bless all the works of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right or the left, to go after other gods to serve them. And the next ones are curses on disobedience. But it shall come to pass, if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes which I command you today, that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city, cursed shall you be in the country, cursed shall you be your back. So it's actually all reversed, but I want to point out one thing. I used to wonder, how can I accomplish this? And through the years, I realized that uh, if you will sing God's songs, you are doing His commandments, and you are hooked up with the Lord Jesus and your connection of the counsel of God is open, so your our blessings are open. When we sing songs, meditation, prayers, and stay in tune with God, thanking Him for our problems, so they will deteriorate, dissipate. Thank Him for our problems, they will dissipate. Our bills, 
our character defects, our overspending. I'm going to read to you this on the Good News Translation. See how, what a twist it has here. If you obey the Lord your God and faithfully keep all His commands that I'm giving you today, He will make you greater than any other nation on earth. Obey the Lord your God and all these blessings will be yours. The Lord will bless your towns and your fields. The Lord will bless you with many children, with abundant crops and with many cattle and sheep. The Lord will bless your grain and crops and the food you prepare for them. The Lord will bless everything you do. The Lord will defeat your enemy when they attack you. They will attack from one direction, but they will run from you in all directions. The Lord your God will bless your work and fill your barns with grain. He will bless you in the land that He's giving you. If you obey the Lord your God and do everything He commands, He will make you His own people as He promised. Then all the people on the earth will see that the Lord has chosen you to be His own people, and they will be afraid of you. The Lord will give you many children, many cattle, and abundant crops in the land that He promised your ancestors to give you. He will send rain in season from his rich storehouse in the sky and bless all your work so that you will lend to many nations, but you will not have to borrow from any. The Lord your God will make you the leader among the nations and not a follower. You will always prosper and never fail if you obey faithfully all his commands that I am giving you today. But you must never disobey them in any way or worship and serve other gods. Amen. The key is, uh, Jesus said, hang on this verse all the, all the commandments and the law of the prophet. What verse was that? Thou shalt love thy Lord thy God with all your heart, all your mind. Love yourself and love your neighbor. Actually, he said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. So apparently, um, we have to accept the love of God and then we can love God back. And then we can love our neighbor by reading a lot. You know, reading a lot will show that uh, we love our neighbor because we're working on the negative side of ours, try to to uh, to accomplish, to get it, to confirm conform to God's word. All right, now let's go ahead and read. One more book for today, and that's Limitless Love for November 29th. Uh, I thank God that I am long-winded, and you guys get a full dose of my uh, studies that I love to study here. I believe God is listening to us, that we're musing on His words, we're having fellowship through His words. Limitless Love, Obey the Word of Love. Huh, November 29th. This is by Kenny Copeland. Whoever keeps his word in him, the love of God has truly been perfected. 1 John 2, verse 5, New American Standard. Wow, folks, you see the miracle right now? Who was talking about love? It says, Obey the Word of Love, but whoever keeps his word, that's us, in him, the love of God has truly been perfected. Woohoo! First John two five. 
Many people, believers included, think love means having warm feelings about people. They think of love as an emotional thing, but love is not a feeling. And feeling is not the evidence of love. Love is a person and action is the evidence. Love is a person. Love is an action is the evidence. Excuse me. God is love. 1 John 4, 8. So to be moved by love is to be moved not by feelings, but by God himself. What does God move us to do? What does God move us to do? He moves us to obey his word because whoever keeps God's word in him, the love of God is perfected. What does keeping God's word have to do with living in love? Think about it for a moment. The word of God is the expression of God himself. Since God is love, everything the word tells us must be loving. So if we want to walk in love, all we have to do is act on the word. Whatever it says to do, we just do it. If we follow that simple guideline and put God's word first, we can come through the most through the most complicated, challenging situations in victory. We can overcome every scheme of the devil because love never fails. It can't fail because God is love and God cannot fail. Love people unconditionally by acting on God's word and you'll see miracles take place around you. You'll not only see others blessed, you'll find yourself stepping into greater blessing than you ever ever known before. Walking in love by obeying God's word will even cause your finances to increase. A friend of mine experienced that years ago when he went into the television and radio business. He wanted to buy a station from a Jewish man and told him, the word of God says that it will bless you. God will bless me, so I am going to see to it that you get the better part of this deal. Most people will be afraid to say such a thing. They'll be afraid of being taken advantage of. But that deal turned out to be exceptionally profitable for both of them. My friend was a tremendous Christian witness to his Jewish friend, and they ended up preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ together on radio. When love rules, prosperity can flow. So commit to living the life of the love of God today by determining to obey the word no matter what. Then watch God turn failure into success again and again. At home, at work, in any situation. You can prove it for yourself. Love never fails. Again, so commit to living the life of the love of God today by determining to obey the word. No matter what, then watch God turn failure into success again and again. At home, at work, in any situation, you can prove it to yourself. Love never fails. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's word. Lord, we just thank you for our enemies, the people that talk about us, that use us, who contradict us, Lord God, the people that don't know you, Lord. We just lift them up to you and put them in your altar, Lord God, that you may bless them and prosper them, bless their spirits, bless their their goings in and their going out, bless around there their soil, their resources, bless their houses, their children, their relationship with their employer, Lord. 
Bless them with the relationship with their brothers and sisters, Lord, and your relationship with those with those people, Lord God. They use us and talk bad about us, Lord God. And hate us, Lord. We just thank you for them. We ask you for their spiritual life and love. May they, their children be healthy, their moms and dads, and prosper them, Lord God. Spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, heal them, Lord God, and restore them, Father. We give them into your hands, Lord God, that they will stay there, Lord. We give them into your arms, Jesus, that you may fix our enemies, Lord. We just give them over to you, Lord, that you will love on them. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven.